0: Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Football Podcast with Mark Schlereth. Hey guys, welcome to the My High Football Podcast. I am Mark Schlereth, and I'm telling you what, we've got big breaking news today. Not just that the Broncos went to camp yesterday, and they're in training camp, but uh, so much for that uh, unsolicited donors, because Sean Payton went full scorched earth on the Broncos organization last year, the coaching from last year, and um, I'm telling you what, it's is—it's spicy. There's no question about it. And you're talking about a guy that started unsolicited to Jarrett Bell of the USA Today said this. He goes, can I just tell you something? And Jarrett Bell says, yeah, let it rip. I'm going to be pissed off if this is not a playoff team. And I love it right off the bat in this interview setting an expectation. Because if your expectation isn't playoffs, then what are you doing? We're just trying to get better We just want to win a few games. We just want to win one or two more games than we won last year. No, my expectation for my organization is playoffs or bust. I love the expectation. But then he goes on to talk about last year. And he says, and I quote, It doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed, Peyton said, and that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending too much time, expletive time, trying to win the offseason, the PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching around and all of that stuff. So right off the bat, he said, hey, last year, our organization had not focused enough. It was more about pomp and circumstance. It was more about building brands. It was more about sharing on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else as opposed to getting the work done and kind of putting your nose to the grindstone. And I completely concur. Man, when when you talk about great teams, they know the work involved. They're committed to that process. They're committed to one another. They're committed to putting in the work. And he's calling out the organization for what their commitment was to brand building, not football building. Okay, moving on to Russell Wilson. So, Sean Payton talked about his off season and how poorly he he played. He goes, man, we ran that kid through the car wash a hundred times. Now, Payton said it, Wilson. And the questions of how this coach-quarterback dynamic will play out. But that's a storyline, though. How's it going to look? Well, how's it going to work? You know what? We're fixing to find out, as Bill uh, Parcells would say. So, he goes on to say... Um there was so much dirt to go around there are 20 dirty hands for what was allowed what was tolerate the freaking training rooms the meeting rooms the offense and how hack it and a lot of people have dirt on their hands it was wasn't just Russell um he just didn't flip it still he still has it the bs of he hit the wall shoot uh they couldn't play in Um, They uh, shoot. Excuse me. Shoot. They couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in both pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. So essentially, everybody talking about Russell Wilson hitting the wall and Russell Wilson not being able to be good, and talking about Jake Heaps and the organization. You know, having uh, Russell Wilson's people within the organization. How none of that is going to happen. Like you are either coaching that or you're allowing that to happen. Here's what he says: It wasn't his fault talking about Russell Wilson. He said, the parents who allowed it, that's who you point the finger at. Um, Not an an incrimination on him, but an incrimination on the head coach, the GM, the president, and everybody else. And, And think about this. Here is Sean Payton, the head coach of the Broncos, with the people that employ him, right? The owners, the president, the GM, basically throwing all those guys underneath the bus saying, all of you have dirty fingerprints, So one of the things this does, and I've always said this about football in general, your head coach has got to be not only appointed as the head coach, but he's got to be empowered to be the head coach. And that was an organizational structure failure last year. You uh, appointed uh, Nathaniel Hackett, but you never empowered Nathaniel Hackett because you acquiesced before Nathaniel Hackett even got there. You, You acquiesced to Russ and all of Russell's demands. And so... The bottom line is everybody in this organization knew that Nathaniel Hackett wasn't empowered to be the real head coach or empowered to make decisions because all those things have been taken away from him. Here is your head coach now and Sean Payton basically saying, hey, ownership, you screwed up. Hey, GM, you screwed up. Hey, president, you screwed up, and now I'm going to come change the culture and I'm going to fix it. Well, you want to talk about a guy who has been empowered, right? There will be no question in that locker room who's in charge. And this is one thing I love about Sean Payton. You don't do it the way he wants it done. You're going to want to be the one that pays the ultimate price. You'll get fired. He'll can your butt. And that goes for Russell Wilson as well. He's basically saying to Russell Wilson, hey, man, we're in this thing together and you weren't coached properly, and you were allowed to do things that aren't beneficial to your career, and we're going to change this thing together. I was I was doing a game a couple of years ago where Sean Payton was coaching with the Saints, and we basically had the exact same conversation when it came to Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston was the starter for the Saints, and if you remember the year previous in Tampa, he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 picks had nine fumbles lost. So he gave up 39 gave up the ball 39 times. They were 8 and 8. <clears throat> and Sean Payton said to me at that time, there are many dirty fingerprints on that 30 and 30 performance. Many dirty fingerprints. And let me tell you something right now, and this is not arrogance, this is just fact. He won't be allowed to throw 30 picks for me. I won't put him in those positions that that coaching staff put him in it won't be tolerated, it won't be allowed. And at the end of his season, which ended due to an injury, but after seven games, the Saints were 5-2, and and Jameis Winston had thrown 14 touchdowns versus three interceptions in seven games. So, like, I buy Sean Payton when he says to Russell Wilson, basically to the whole world, you know, hey, man, I'm not going to allow this to happen. I'm not going to put you in this position. So there's a trust that has been built between player and coach. There has been an authority that has been established that I'm in charge here and we've got a new culture. Man, I, I don't know about you guys. This is the kind of stuff that um that doesn't get said in public. Here is what he said about last year's coaching staff. Okay. That's Nathaniel Hackett and everybody you put in charge. Like you don't hear coach on coach crime very often, but this is this is it. It might have been One of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. My goodness, great! You just don't hear that. You do not hear that kind of stuff. So, Sean Payton, no question he's in charge. No question that he's established a culture. No question that he's established some fear and accountability. If you don't do your job, you're going to be out. And, And he's taking some of the pressure off of Russell Wilson. Man, I believe in the guy. We're going to fix the guy. He's going to play well for us because we're going to put him in a position to be successful, not put him in a position he was in last year to fail. And all those things, if you're a Broncos fan, squarely, he painted a target on on our backs, on Broncos country backs saying, dude, it's AFC West. You're on notice. Come get a taste. I love it. I, I absolutely love it, man. This is big news, a uh, big-time story, and I'm telling you what, is it arrogant? You're damn right it's arrogant. Um, hey, man, um, there is no question about that, but I I, I tend to love it, man. I, it, it it bodes well. I think it bodes well for the Denver Broncos from some confidence, some arrogance, and, and the way they're going to play, and I couldn't be more excited. Hey, for everybody involved in the My High Football Cop Podcast, uh, thank you so much for watching. We'll be back with you next week. Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans.